welcome back to the Rethink Your Lifestyle podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Boyd-Waters. Now that the weather's cooled down outside, I'm thinking about two things. Enjoying the outdoors with an invigorating run or hibernating. The idea of running reminded me of episode 11 of this podcast where Don Marcotte and I talked about what we've learned about running a business from actually running, like marathons or 5Ks. While we were preparing for that conversation, it quickly became apparent that both Don and I are introverts, which immediately made me think that not only must there be more like us, but we probably need to start a group or something. Actually, I planned a group get-together, invited all the introverts I know, and then canceled the whole thing at the last minute. Everyone was greatly relieved. If you weren't invited, it was only because I didn't want to traumatize you with the idea of meeting other people. Just kidding. But seriously though, how can introverts run a successful business? While going online has helped those of us who like to limit leaving the comfort of our homes, the current conventional wisdom has entrepreneurs recording goofy videos and hosting live webinars for dozens or even hundreds of people. Do you really have to do that to succeed in business? Don and I will share the strategies we've learned over the years after these messages. Are you ready to take control of your life? Then you've come to the right place. The Rethink Your Lifestyle podcast is here to help entrepreneurs like you start, grow, and scale the online business you love. Join host Michelle Waters as she shares her journey from the classroom to the freedom of being her own boss. She'll interview inspiring entrepreneurs and share tips and insights along the way. All right, without any further ado, let's get this show started. Your mission, if you choose to accept it, is stop holding back and let yourself be seen and heard with your content marketing so you can attract more of the right people. From a website seen by a handful of friends, it's content that goes viral, and every step in between, when you publish your ideas online, they have the potential to be seen by millions. It's time to take action. I invite you to join my trusted mentor, Kelly McCausey, in this year's Stretch Yourself Challenge, the event that inspires more action in 30 days than most accomplished in a full year. You'll find 21 content marketing projects to choose from. But don't let that scare you. You don't have to do all 21. The beautiful thing is you get to choose what you focus on during the month. Whatever you choose to focus on, you don't have to go it alone. During the month-long live challenge this September, you'll have access to a private challenge participants-only forum, coaching calls, co-working time, coaching and triads, and more. Even better, if you order through me, I'll throw in my 10-step DIY WordPress checklist. This checklist will help you find the resources you need to take the right steps in setting up your website in preparation for the challenge. I've got you covered. Ready to accept your mission? Head on over and get signed up to stretch the entire month of September at RethinkYourLifestyle.com slash StretchYourselfChallenge. Welcome back to the Rethink Your Lifestyle podcast. I am Michelle Boyd-Waters, and I have a repeat guest with me today. Don, I am so glad to have you back, and I'm excited about our topic today. Thanks, Michelle. I'm excited to be back. So before we get started talking about business and, and our topic being an introvert, um, in business, no less. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself again? Sure. Uh, again, Dawn Marcotte, and I am a mom. I am a marathon runner. I am a former teacher. I actually have a bachelor's degree in education, and I never really used it in the teaching world 
per se. Um, at the time that I graduated, there was a whole lot of teachers, and so it just didn't work out. And I yeah. moved into the the business world, and that's just kind of where I stayed. Um, although I will say, that having that teaching degree and those skills has actually helped me in my business um, business world because I've done a lot of different things that involve training other people and teaching other people how to do things. So that was that was very helpful. Um, yeah, I, so, now, so I'm just jumping in real quick, I, what I'm hearing from what you're saying is that knowing how to train or how to teach other people is a valuable skill in the business world. Very much so. Yes, it is. Because what I found, and again, this is just my own personal uh, experience, but I worked for some large corporations that tended to have fairly complex processes for different things. So yeah. being able to take that and explain it to someone who just got hired, has no idea what they're doing um, consistently in a way that they can understand and then actually execute on is tremendously valuable because otherwise, yes. you know, for a lot of companies, they don't have standard operating procedures mapped out or written out. They just have one person teaches another person. So when you're someone who can do that effectively, it is extremely valuable. Yes, effectively, and then duplicate that ever from one person to the next. Absolutely. Absolutely. So anyway, back to what you were saying. <laughs> anyway, um, and I am an introvert. I, yes. I, I What amuses me, I think, about that the most is that so many people look at me and say, really? I never would have thought that. <laughs> well, what do you think an introvert looks like? And I think that's a it's a common issue for a lot of people. They have this mental image of an introvert being that, you know, person that sits in the corner and doesn't talk to people and is very shy and never goes out. And, and there's just, it's kind of the image, I think maybe it came from media. I'm not sure where it yeah. came from, but it's well, so not true. Well, and I think true. maybe... Us introverts have, some of us have maybe contributed to that or we have bought into that. Because I know as a kid, I was shy. I was socially anxious. I was the kid in the corner with my nose in a book. But mm -hmm. I don't think that necessarily had anything to do with being introverted. It was just that I was shy and socially anxious. So I was able to set aside the shyness and social anxiety and become a teacher. But I'm still an introvert, which kind of, you know, raises the question of, what exactly is an introvert then? Right. And and so I've done, I won't say tons of research, but a certain <laughs> amount of research into this. Um, and if you look up introvert, like in the dictionary, it just says oh. a person whose personality is characterized by introversion. I'm like, really? That's that what you're going to That's not going to be a very helpful. <laughs> um, but it, it, they say they are typically reserved or quiet person, right? Okay, great. What does that mean? Well, Right. In the real world, the difference between being an introvert and an extrovert is where you get your energy from. So yes. as an introvert, I enjoy talking to people. I enjoy yeah. being a guest on a podcast, for example, yeah. or, or, you know, I love people. I've been a receptionist. I've been an executive assistant, but that drains me to a certain extent. So when I need yeah. to refresh myself and renew myself, I'm going to go for a run or I'm going to go read a book or I'm going to go, you know, do something quiet that doesn't involve people. Whereas an <laughs> extrovert is the exact opposite. So my dad is one of the most extreme extroverts I have ever met in my life. And he loves people. But if you ask him to 
you know, please, honey, take the children to the library. He's, it's going to be one of the most <laughs> painful things for him to do because you have to be quiet and you can't be talking to people all the time and you can't, right? Um, they take drives, the kids to the park and or, wee, yay, yeah, and fun. he'll love it. And he'll be chatting up to everybody in the in the park and he'll know everybody's name and their life story before he leaves. Yeah. And, and you know, it's not that introverts don't like extroverts either. We just need our time to ourselves to recharge our batteries, but we also need extroverts because I know I was telling one of my extroverted friends that the way I, as an introvert, make friends is I just wait to get adopted by an extrovert who comes along exactly. and says, hey, yes. you look like fun. You're going to listen and I, we can chat and talk about important things and they're talking and I'm listening and then they listen to me and we talk and they drag me out of my corner and out of my book and we go mm -hmm. have fun and then I'm like, oh, wow, that was neat. Now I'm going to go hide again. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's exactly one of the great partnerships really is between yeah. introverts and extroverts so and that's one of the things that I tell people all the time if if there's something that you're really struggling with in your business or whatever that you're just really uncomfortable with there are people out there who love to do that thing find yes. them Yes. you know, hire them, interact with them. You know, maybe you can get them to teach you their process if you can't afford to hire people, you know, whatever it may be. But, you know, you don't have to do it all yourself. You can have other people help you. So find the things that you don't like to do or aren't good at doing and find someone who yes. is. Yes, absolutely. And that's, you know, basically how I built my web hosting and design company to begin with. And I know in my case, I looked at my clientele and realized that they were looking for fun, you know, kind of babyish design styles because mm -hmm. they were work at home moms and creating baby clothes and they wanted cute and pink and blue. And those, that just was not my style at all. Mm -hmm. And so I found web designers for whom that was their style and who, um, all those clients went to and said, Hey, I'll partner with you and provide the tech, you know, the quiet introverted tech behind all of the bright, fun, pink and purple and green and what have you. Mm -hmm. Um, and we'll partner together and I'll scratch your back and you'll scratch mine and we'll have a nice, happy business where we're taking care of people and they're happy because they are being taken care of. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. I love it. So I understand you have some sort of introverts guide to business. <laughs> so one of the things, especially as a new business owner or a new entrepreneur, when you go out online you are just smacked in the face with everybody telling you, do this, do that, do this, do that. And, and don't social... do this and don't do that. <laughs> and then do this and then do that, but don't tell you what order you're supposed to do it in. And one of those things is social media marketing. And, you know, there's such advice out there like, hey, you should be everywhere. What? Uh -huh. uh, or, right. or keep putting yourself out there. No, I, this is not what I want to hear. This is not what I'm comfortable with. So what I did is I have actually chosen two platforms. I chose Facebook and I chose LinkedIn. And that's where I focus my time. And on LinkedIn, I have an, a weekly newsletter called the Introvert's Guide to Business because I'm an introvert and I'm the one that writes it. So <laughs> it's, it's my guide. <laughs> Um, yes. and, and in that, I talk a lot about marketing, but I talk a lot about other things too. It's not just about marketing, but it's from the point of view of an introvert, how I see 
my business and business in general and things like that. And as a result of doing that newsletter, I am also in the process of writing a book, which is going to be a little more specific. That's going to be uh, the introvert's guide to marketing. Because again, that's one of those things that it's so filled with extrovert advice that just Uh isn't necessarily going to work for an introvert. And there are lots of ways to do marketing that doesn't feel spammy and it doesn't feel icky and you don't, and you don't have, have to, to do weird things like dance on TikTok because I'm like <laughs> nobody wants to see me dance I don't right. want to see me dance that's just not gonna happen right you so don't for have me to... being it yeah for me you being don't... an introvert it was like SEO search engine optimization I can sit yep. here I can write my content and exactly. search engines picks it up and people come to the site and they buy and we're all happy but exactly. then I also as an introvert do like some interaction like we're having right now, mm-hmm. but in a small group, not like everybody. I don't want to do a, a webinar with a hundred people. I want a small group where we can communicate and collaborate. And so I've got a Facebook group. Exactly. Yep. And uh, that's what, so on Facebook, I have a Facebook group and I have a Facebook page and yes. actually I have lots of pages, but um, <laughs> most of them don't count because that, they're old. And it seems like every time I get an idea, I slap up a Facebook page. Um, but, <laughs> you know, I, I, I like the Facebook group because I don't have to let everybody in. And it's, it's my peers, my people, my tribe, however you want to say it. I have control over that. I don't have to let everybody post whatever they want to post. I can keep it small. I can keep it, you know, focused where I want to focus. So for example, when you're out on Facebook and you're looking through your feed, especially as a new entrepreneur, I guarantee you at some point you're going to come across somebody saying something like, Hey, I just did this great thing. Do you want to look at it while it's still free? (laughs) before I right over and over and you see it over and over and over again Mm -hmm. and it's like well why can't I figure out how to do that or somebody (laughs) saying hey I have you know I make ten thousand dollars a week do you want to know how I did it sign up here and when you see those things over and over it's like well why can't I figure it out well I don't allow that stuff in my group you can't post that in my group no that's not helping anybody it's it's a marketing technique that does work for some people, um, mm-hmm. but it, it's not helping the the entrepreneurs who are out there trying to learn and trying to figure this out. Yes, I would rather be the kind of business coach and business owner who educates my readers, who educates my community and helps them succeed, not just, you know, do this whole fear of missing out thing right. where, you know, or... Um, that false scarcity that gets mm-hmm. people in but doesn't really mm-hmm. give them what they actually need. Exactly, exactly. That's one of the things I really try to focus on, whether it's in my on LinkedIn or Facebook, is actual tactical, here are these three steps, go do this. Here yeah. are these things, and here's why. I, I tend to be about the why. I want to make sure you understand why that's a good idea or why I think that's a good idea. Because when you understand the why, instead of just the, here's these five steps that worked for this person over here, you can, I feel, tweak it more effectively to reflect your own personality and your own business. If I don't know why I'm taking those five steps and they don't work for me, then I'm not going to understand where it's going wrong. You know, and as a teacher, that makes so much sense because that's why I went back to school to get my master's degree because I knew that, you know, you're, 
I was told that you need to do this with the kids. You needed to give them this assignment and you need to do that other thing and have this, you know, classroom management strategy. And I wanted to understand the theories behind all those things so that I could make the right decisions for the kids that I had in front of me and be able to defend why I did what I did as well. Exactly. Because no two businesses are alike and no two people are alike. So it doesn't matter if you're a life coach and they're a life coach, you're still two different people. Your businesses are going to be different just because it worked for them doesn't mean it's going to work for you. And you need to understand the reasons and the, and the why did it work Uh for them? So, you know, maybe they're an extrovert and they don't mind sending out 10 direct messages a day, every day for three (laughs) months, you know, I'm never going to do that. No, me neither. If it's a cold call or a cold DM, I'm done. Just no. Exactly. Um, (laughs) And so I, I prefer more of a soft sell where I'm educating people. So like recording this podcast or, you know, creating a valuable lead magnet that um, encourages people to sign up for my mailing list or you mm-hmm. know, writing the content that will people will search for and find on the search engines and doing those sorts of things that get people warmed up before I ever talk to them. That way they're like, oh, yeah, I, I definitely want to hear what you have to say and not mm-hmm. who are you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be a numbers game because that's another thing that you hear a lot online. Yeah. You know, if you get a thousand people in the top of your funnel, then you're going to have a hundred people buy from you or a hundred people and you're going to have 10 people, whatever it is. Right. Well, what if I just get five really interested people into my funnel? Guess what? Five people buy five sales, (laughs) right? I don't, it doesn't have to be a numbers game. And it shouldn't be for me anyway. It's, it's a relationship game. Exactly. It's not really a game. It's, it's about relationships. Exactly. And I think I, I've been in this business long enough. I remember when the internet was new and shiny and none of us knew what we were yep. doing. Yep. And I'd been in the brick and mortar world for my whole adult life. So the idea of being able to actually put your information in front of more than two or three people at a time was amazing. Yeah. But now it's just gone too far the other way. And I, I it feels like people don't, Think about the fact that that's another person that you're talking to. It's just a number. It's just a like or a follow or a comment. It's not an actual living, breathing person with feelings and needs and, and thoughts of their own. And I think that's a shame because we've really pulled away from the relationships that need to be built to have an effective growing business over the long haul. Yes. And and so you're, primary focus as a business and as an introvert needs to be that ideal customer, that ideal person that you, that has a problem for which you have a solution. And so you take care of that person with the services that you offer, the courses, the Mm -hmm. content that you publish. And then that person will find you because you know where they're looking, you know what they need. Exactly. Yes. And, and it feels better to be serving. You know, they say selling is serving. Well, when you do it the right way, yes, it is. Because you're sharing information that they really, truly need. You're solving some pain point that is keeping Uh them from moving forward. 
and you've spent years learning whatever your expertise happens to be that you can share. And it's easy for you, but it's not easy for them. And I think that's another thing that a lot of introverts struggle with is that feeling that somehow we're not worthy because right. we yeah. do not have, do, do not exhibit the same personalities that people, you know, movie stars or, or famous politicians, whatever, all those people that are walking up on the stage and giving Ted talks and everybody loves them and everybody's talking about them. And that's not us, but yet we have an awful lot of expertise and we shouldn't feel badly about charging for that expertise because we worked just as hard as they did to get it. We just don't feel like sharing it the same way they do. Exactly. And I would say that in some contexts and in some ways, the way we share can be more valuable. Certainly. I mean, when you need somebody to kind of hold your hand, metaphorically speaking, and walk you through a process, do you want an extrovert who is paying more attention to kind of what they have to say and what they're thinking or somebody who's paying attention to you mm-hmm. and diving deep into this topic and into this process? Exactly. Exactly. And there's a place for both, but in certain right. contexts, you need the introvert approach and in other contexts, you need the extrovert approach. Exactly. Which what I'm kind of hearing is I need to find some, I need to adopt some extroverts. <laughs> <laughs> I need some extroverts to like pull in people who need an introvert and just send them to me. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep. Yeah, you know, and it doesn't always have to be a business partner. It could be a coach or it could yeah. just be, you know, someone that you have, you meet online. That's just kind of a peer or, you know, they're mm-hmm. maybe in the same place in their business that you are in yours and, and you, meet and cheer each other on, you know, once a week or once a month, whatever it is, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be a business partner per se, but having that influence definitely is a big plus, I think. And it really helps us see things from a different perspective and maybe get out of our shell a little bit when we need to. Yes, absolutely. And so um, with all that in mind, what would you say is the most important thing that our fellow introverted business owners need to take away from this. (laughs) I really think it's important to understand that you are okay. Yeah. However you are comfortable doing things, it's okay to do it that way. That's one of my favorite things about the internet just in general is I really truly believe that it is the great equalizer. It doesn't matter who you are, where you are, what your background is you can create a business online that is aligned with who you are and do it the way you are comfortable doing it. Now, it's not going to look like necessarily, again, these people that are saying, oh, I made $10,000. Do you want to know how? All that kind of stuff. Again, that just goes back to the numbers game. and It just drives me nuts. That's one of my pet peeves. I really, (laughs) really hate that. Um, But understanding that that doing things in a way that's comfortable for you, as long as you are continuing to learn and continuing to move forward, that's fine. But that learning piece is so, so important because, you know, extroverts have things that they're uncomfortable doing too. So it's not just that introverts are the only ones that struggle. That's not true. Um, Extroverts struggle too. But as long as we're willing to at least try or learn about things 
and see if they fit with our business and our personality and what we want to do before we just say, oh, no, I, I couldn't possibly do that. Like a perfect example is Facebook Lives. So in general, in case you're not aware, when any platform, social media platform comes out with a new thing, they're going to promote that. So if you start taking advantage of that, they're going to promote your posts or your newsletter, your Facebook, whatever it is, more than they do just standard stuff, at least for a certain amount of time. So when Facebook Lives came out, I'm like, well, okay, I can do this. Fine. I'll, I'll give it a whirl in my group. In my little group <laughs> where it's reasonably safe and yes. nobody's going to laugh at me. Um, and I did, I did it uh, Facebook uh-huh. live once a week for three months, but then I went back and I looked at the metrics. How many people were looking at that? How many people were paying attention to that? Zero. Wow. Nobody was watching them. So I was like, guess what? I am not going to do this anymore. It's uncomfortable. I don't like it. I'm not doing it anymore. So, you know, it's okay to try stuff, but you uh-huh. also need to pay attention to, well, is it working or not? Not just do yes. I feel like it's working. Look at the numbers. Are you getting sales? Can you draw a direct line between that weekly newsletter? Like I have a newsletter on LinkedIn I mentioned. Um, uh-huh. It's a, it's over 1,100 subscribers. Wow. Because LinkedIn, it's a new feature, and LinkedIn promoted it to a lot more people that would normally see my stuff. And therefore, I got a lot more subscribers right off the bat. I've never had 1,100 of anything. So, <laughs> you know, but, but again, that's a format that works for me because yes. I'm a writer, and that works. Yes. I gave it a try. Now, if it hadn't have worked... I would have stopped and moved on to something else. So, you know, keep learning, keep trying new things, but track what works and what doesn't. Do yes. more and then don't sit around and, of- and do, and you're feeling bad about, you know, that didn't work. Just cut your losses and find and something that does. Yep. Or go back yep. to the thing that you know works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, I, for example, right now, I didn't like Facebook Lives. I do a Facebook Reel every day. 30 uh-huh. seconds. It's quick. Wow. It's easy. It's got, you know, they can do the blurry background. It's for whatever reason, those 30 seconds where I have written out exactly what I want to say, and it only takes me 30 seconds to say it, I don't have a problem with. I don't know why that is, but it is probably because I I know there's no one else on the other end of that camera. (laughs) It's just me. Right. (laughs) And I don't care who sees it when I'm done. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway. All right. Well, where can we find you online? So the best place to find me online probably is LinkedIn. And mm-hmm. um, I have a uh, Don Marcotte is my is my name. And that's how you can find me if you Google that or I shouldn't say Google search that on LinkedIn. And then I also have a Facebook page called the practical guide to Facebook marketing um, is okay. another good place to find me. And my Facebook group has the same name, Practical Guide <laughs> to Facebook Marketing. So any of those places, um, and please feel free to send me a message, ask me questions. I am always happy to share information or whatever I can do to help other people move their business along. Excellent. And those um, links will be in the show notes for this episode as well. So if you'll just go to rethinkyourlifestyle.com, you will be able to find um, those links. So thank you so much for your time today. Thanks, Michelle. This was great. 
Hey teachers, are you looking forward to brightening the day of everyone you meet? Make it easy with our The World is a Better Place with You in It hoodies and our When You Accept Yourself, You Find Your Confidence t-shirts. And then you can keep yourself motivated with our water bottles and eat, sleep, rethink your lifestyle mouse pads. Check out our new products at rethinkyourlifestyle.com slash merch. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Rethink Your Lifestyle podcast, where you learn how to be your own boss. Have questions about starting, growing, or scaling your business? You can ask us anything. Just fill out the form at www.rethinkyourlifestyle.com slash askmeanything, and Michelle will answer your burning entrepreneurial questions in an upcoming episode. Also, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We'll catch you next time.